What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's it good? Hope y'all find you out wherever you are on this beautiful planet called Earth. It's your bitten on Young Hills. Take me back to the 90s podcast. Um, thank you for joining me on this second episode of the podcast. I appreciate every single person who hit me up and said, yo, I love the first episode of the podcast. Keep it going. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's, it's been a quiet week this week, you know. Everyone on social is kind of quiet, so uh, I'm, I'm going to get into a different bag this week. We're going to change it up. Sometimes we're talking about what's going on and, you know, social media, what's going on in the timeline. Sometimes we're just going to talk about music. Sometimes we're just going to talk about current affairs. This week, I'm kind of mixing it, mixing it, mixing the format a little bit. Like I said, this is new for me. Solo podcasting is not the easiest thing to do. I'm going to have some guests later on. It's a lot couple people hit me up like, yo, I would love to come on your podcast, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy. This podcast is available on all DSPs. I don't know where you're hearing this, but yeah, uh, thank you for listening to your bed noise. Um, like I said, it's been a quiet week. It's been a quiet week. Um, not a lot of things going on in the news. I'm just going to do a little recap um, of what's been going on. And I'm going to start, you know, with the Super Bowl. The Rams and the Patriots are going to Super Bowl. I honestly didn't see. I honestly didn't see. I, I, I was rooting for the Chiefs. But Tom Brady, he's a son of a bitch. And he came back in overtime. And it was just, it was a great, great, that was a great matchup, man. And, and uh, I heard Tom Brady went after the game, you know, to congratulate uh, Mahomes because he's an amazing quarterback and he will be back, you know, definitely in the championship game not not too far. Um, I hate that Tom Brady is just still at this age and is 40-something years old and he's still unstoppable. And, I mean, I'm not even going to talk about what happened with the Rams and the Saints because I know couple people from New Orleans are still bitter about that, but that's what happens. It's football. That's what happens. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a shit Super Bowl because we all know Goff is not going to beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I am still rooting for the Rams because, it, like I said last week, it is amazing that they, it, like, they've got here like, so far. Like, last season, I was watching Hard Knocks, and the Rams were new in LA, and they were rebuilding from, like, ground up, and in two seasons, they are a civil team. Like, that's, that is crazy, and that is another reason why I love the NFL. And I, I don't know. The Patriots just... People said the Patriots had, had a bad defense, but I did not see that with the Chiefs game. Like, nah, like, sometimes power rankings lie, fam. Like, the Patriots played well. Tom Brady played well. Gronk played well. Motherfucking uh, Wes Welker is the best slot receiver in NFL history. He needs to get a jacket right off the bat. People say Gronk was just now a defending tight end. But bruh, he was catching some some catches. He was odelling it out there. You know, there were a couple calls from the refs that I were like, like the touchdown, was that a catch? It was, it was a bit touch and go, but to be honest... Tom Brady, he, he deserved it. They played well, um, especially play away, playing Kansas, and did, you know, shout out to Kansas City, y'all, y'all, y'all supported your your team. So um, yeah, um, Super Bowl pick. 
the Patriots are going to win it, man. And I hopefully, hopefully, Tom Brady, if you win the Super Bowl, retire, my nigga. It's about time. Retire. How many Super Bowls does this have? I heard a stat that was wild. Tom Brady has more Super Bowls, has been in more Super Bowls than, than playoff games away. That is a crazy stat. Like, I, I can't deal with that stat. Um, yeah, so that's crazy. It, it, it looks like the halftime is going to be going to be stacked to their brim but yeah it's going to be the worst Super Bowl in a couple years so I'm not I'm not looking into it but yeah that's that um I'm watching it still just for the halftime show and just for the festivities of the Super Bowl so yeah good luck to both teams participating um sorry my homes I'm sorry man I'm sorry um so we're gonna move on another thing that's been a lot of people have been talking about on on social lately is Chris Brown man when I saw the headline, I'm going to be for real. I was like, Chris Breezy, nah, fam, really? Then I heard he was in Paris. Basically, Chris Brown, earlier this week, news broke that a woman was accusing Chris Brown of raping her in a Paris hotel. Following the accusation, Chris was then arrested overseas on rape charges. Authorities must not have found enough of, or any evidence at all to, get, to back up the woman's claims as Chris was set free to go with no conditions and was given free will to leave the country. Ah, uh, this is this is a for everybody in the industry, people, rappers, and anybody who's got some clout. You know, it's part of the game. But ah, uh, man, I try to get my Chris, my nigga Chris Brown, man. They try to get my nigga Chris Brown, and I'm glad when I heard it, I was like. Mm, Chris Brown has gone through a lot. I'm, he's not that type of nigga to, to be getting himself in the situation. But then again, like, this is what I also have to say to niggas. Like, if you're the nigga with a clout, just don't let any random girl that you're meeting in Paris in your hotel. You know, just like, even if it's your man and thing, like, niggas need to, like, learn. We're in a different generation now. We're in a Me Too cancel culture generation. You do not want this messing with your money. So... An advice for Chris Breezy. Don't let these random thirsty ass chicks who want some clout in your hotel room. I don't care if it's your man's that brought them in. I don't care if it's a little fine young thing you saw at a club. You need to, like, niggas need to verify some chicks. Like, especially when you go out of town. Like, there's a process of verifying if a chick is... And the nigga, if, if like, you know, like, these rich niggas always have niggas who get a girl from them. Yo, the... I, that nigga who does that job, yo, you better, you better, you better get them off the paycheck, my nigga. Like, cause there's a way of knowing, like, yo, can I bring this girl back? There's a way y'all niggas need to learn. Like, some girls, like, thirst shows, my nigga. You know what I mean? So, um, I'm glad, you know, the nigga wasn't arrested. Cause if that had happened in Paris of all places, oh my God, that would have been the end of Chris Brown. But I didn't believe it. Because women be doing a lot. There's, that's the thing. Like Women, y'all need to have a conversation. Because there's a lot of wrongful allegations. And like Chris Brown said, yo, you better sue this girl. And not even like a civil suit. Like There better be repercussions for a woman coming out and saying, a man did this to me. And if it was not true, you better get jail time. I'm tired of people, whether men or women, saying shit. 
and then and if it's not found true there are no repercussions there need to be repercussions outside of money or whatever because like there are some people who would have read this storyline and just cancelled Chris Brown off the rip and might not have learned that he was that that he was innocent and that's the problem it needs to be an offense to to to, 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 to let something somebody of something like rape and if it's not true if there's no evidence it better be a fucking you better go to jail my nigga like for real for real you better go to jail um there's a lot of that going around so i'm happy chris you know free my nigga chris nigga he's free now but yeah he needs to stop inviting these thirsty ass chicks back to the hotel get some get some grown women who've got their own guap who don't need nothing from you no need no clout from you yeah, that 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 ain't it, Chris. That ain't it at all. But yeah, um, keeping to music, man. J Cole dropped "Male Child." Uh, J Cole's been teaming up with a lot of producers to produce "Ill Mind," "T Minus." It's a lot of people. We invite a lot of people. You know, uh, what's it called? Revenge or something? Something? I can't remember the name. But uh, I heard "Middle Child," and before I tell you what I think of "Middle Child." Middle Child had some crazy ass reviews. That's my problem I have with J. Cole um, fans and stands. People hype. I love J. Cole. Like, I, before I sound like a hater, I love J. Cole like the next man. He's a talented motherfucker. But people overhyped Middle Child so much. From Ill Mind to fucking Joe Biden podcast. I was expecting something totally different. Now, it is an amazing song, but I was expecting, you know, because people thought made it seem like it was like some crazy shit niggas were going to be talking about some... I always thought it was going to be this. Like, I mean, I always thought it was going to be this. I don't know to who, but, you know, Joe was talking about, yo, I think you might diss me. You know, who's... I heard ramblings that he's going to be dissing people, blah, blah, blah. And Middle Child... It's it's not a direct diss. Like this is the reason why I want, like I have like a little like I really want J Cole to diss somebody, because I think if J Cole was gonna go into battle, which is diss somebody, rip someone, shreds apart, I think he would be amazing. Like I want Kendrick, J Cole, Big Sean. These are three people that I want to get in a diss. I don't know. It doesn't matter who it is. Just, just find a mumble rapper and just rip him apart. And he has been ripping into these mumble rappers a little bit. But in Middle Child, he was kind of like, yo, get your money. But he, he said a line that was like really real. He said, you young niggas, get your money. But know that money is not going to fix like the deep issues that you have. Which is a real, like, real fucking bar. Because a lot of these young niggas have issues and... They think money's gonna fix that, and that he was kind of sending a lot of young niggas in the industry. And what was crazy to me was like, you know, he was referring to himself being the middle of two completely different generations of the rap game. Hence, naming the song "Middle Child." Like this man is a freaking genius, yo. Like I, I thought people were like, because there was some conspiracy theories. There was one conspiracy theory that I saw on Twitter that was kind of wild. J. Cole released this song on, um, releases tonight, right? On the, on the 23rd of January. XXX Tentacion was born on the 23rd of January. XXX 
was a middle child. And I thought that was just a coincidence. Like that, that that's too much of a coincidence. But I know J. Cole was touched about the whole you know, was touched about a lot of things and you know, about X and all that. And I don't think he would talk about a dead man, but I saw a conspiracy theory about that and I thought that was kinda interesting and wild. But like I, I really do think he's talking about that he's 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 in the middle of two different generations. There's a generation of mumble rappers, then there's a generation of, I don't know what to call the last generation of hip hop, but yeah, he's that middle, like niggas still spitting bars. He's not talking about shit that don't matter. Like he's 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 like a social like uh, rapper, like kind of thing. Like he does, like he talks about shit that's going on. So it was a, the the one thing that I'm happy about. Like last season, last year, I did talk about. I was not the biggest fan, and I actually went on Twitter and said I was not the biggest fan of 808s and J. Cole. I'm just not used to hearing J. Cole on 808s. I was not the biggest fan, but with Middle Child, T-Minus did his thing. He was in pocket. Like, that was a tight beat. J. Cole was rapping. Um, my problem is that I thought it was going to be different. I thought it was going to be this. I thought it was going to be... It is a tight song. Don't get me wrong, but it's just different to what I thought it was going to be. But, you know, this album definitely is going to be the best production album by J. Cole because another problem people have said about J. Cole is he's, he produces a lot of his own stuff. Like, all of it. Last album produced all of it. And it's it's that boom bap ish and he needs some some production value and I think he he's definitely up the production value. You know, he's got Ill Mind, he's got T Minus, one of the best producers in the game. You know, I used uh Ill Mind's uh drum kit in my in my beats as well. So I definitely as a producer, music producer, I, I wanna hear how this album is gonna be different from everyone and I think it's gonna be I honestly think it's gonna be one of the best albums. I just wish I just wish J. Cole this somebody man just choose somebody like i just want like j cole to do somebody but that that's that uh, i can't wait i don't know when it's gonna come out if anybody knows please tell me um i'll definitely want to review that when it comes out for sure um uh what else has been going on i saw something before i get into my main topic of this podcast i saw something just like a little alley hoop into this Lil Duval is one of the most amazing comedians, amazing humans. He's funny. Um, if you don't know who Lil Duval is, he's a, he's a, he's a short nigga with a song called "Smile Bitch" that was number one. Blah blah blah. You all know him. He had he had a a tweet that kind of trended this past week, and then women, you know, women, women. This is a problem with women. Women don't want to get left behind. So he tweeted this. I don't know who started this. I just saw it on Little Duval's Twitter. He said, no woman has all five. One, the ability to know what they want to eat. Mm-hmm, think about it. Two, a father figure. <laughs> Three, fire head. Fire emoji. Four, don't want to be popular. Five, common fucking sense. Which is freaking true. No woman has all five. If you say you have all five, if you have a bitch, know what you want to eat, if you have a father figure, that's wild. 
if you have fire head and you don't want to be popular and have no and have common fucking sense, you are a fucking alien. I'm telling you right now. So I'm gonna break it down. Number one, the ability to know what they want to eat. To be honest, I disagree with Lil Devar. I think women really know what they want to eat. Any woman that I've ever been always knows what they want to eat. I actually have that problem. I do not have the ability. Like when you go out, like in a restaurant, I have no idea what to eat. Like I'm one of those people. Like if I go in a restaurant, like a nice restaurant, in the right, you know, like some restaurants they show pictures, some don't. I hate menus. I'm sidetracking now. I hate menus when you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Like what? Give me, give me my picture, and I'll, I'll know what I want to eat. But I do not know what what I want to eat. Every single girl I've ever dated has always be like. Yo, man, just choose what you want to eat. You're just so annoying. Take charge, blah, blah, blah. I'm not like, I just, I don't, I'm not a foodie anyway, but I disagree. I think women do know what they want to eat. So I'm going to let you have one. Most women have one of that, a father figure. Mm. Now, what? why you said the father figure is because that, like I've always said, you know, mm, this is, this, don't, don't blame me. Don't. Don't don't make the bl- bl- the block hot by my statement because this, go 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 at, at at little Duval on Twitter about this because he said it I didn't say this a father figure like y'all know daddy issues and y'all know how women with daddy issues are and if you don't then maybe you're one of them but it's 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 that's just I'm not gonna get into this because I'm gonna get in so much trouble if I if I say what I really want to say. <laughs> but okay, fifty percent of you have a father figure, so that's one and a half. <laughs> there you go. Number three, fire head. Now this is where we are all gonna stop, and we're gonna say twenty <laughs> percent of y'all have fire heads. I saw a lot of women say, "I have fire head. I have the ability to know what I want. I have a father figure. I don't want to be popular." I have common fucking sense. You are delusional. You do not have fire head. You might have everything else. I'm not going to deny. But niggas, come out. Like, uh, this is my problem. Niggas, tell your women if she's not doing the thing in your life. That thing. That thing. So, this is what I'm going to say. And I'm really going to get into this. Because it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to tie in with, my, with my, my topic for this podcast. Fire head. Like Duval pronounces F-I-E. Fire head. <laughs> that shit that gets you, that, you, that makes your fucking, your toes like crawl up. Most of y'all, 20, 20% have fire head. 80% of women do not know how to suck dick. I said it. Y'all do not know how to suck dick. So I'm trying to claim that you like, niggas are lying to you, number one. So, this is how I'm going to say it. I've got two things to 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 kind of like, I know you're probably like nodding your head and shaking your head like, nah, you're tripping. I have fire head. My nigga, he, he loves my shit. You know, he loves when I go down at him. That's what he says. He's trying to, down, he's just trying to protect your feelings. Let's keep it real. I, like, we, I've done that. <coughs> Actually, I haven't. I'm very truthful. I keep it a buck. If you have fire heads, these are the conditions. Like, you will know, like, if you have fire head. 
So I'm going to ask you the two questions. Number one to women. Actually, this can go. I'm I'm a, I'm going to tie this to men because I'm I'm not even going to get to that. But women, if you say you have fire head, have you ever made your nigga come off fire head? That is my first question. That is all I have to say. If you have never made your nigga come off your head only and not your hands, I'm not ask not hand, not, uh, it does not say do you have fire hands. Do you have fire head? Have you ever made a nigga come off your head, off your mouth? What that mouth do though? A lot of y'all are just gonna be like, mm, let me think about it. You listen. Um, let me talk off personal experience. I'm, 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 I'm scared right now. <laughs> Only one woman in my whole life has ever made me come off head. Off that mouth. Only. Sometimes, other, other instances, it's always hands. It's always something else. Like, have you ever, to my niggas, have you ever, has a girl ever gone down on you and you just come in her mouth? I know it's disgusting, but it's true. Like, have you ever... Like, that's how fire it should be. That's fire head. Not average head. Not good head. Fire head. If you've never made your nigga come <laughs> while giving head... Y'all, sit down. Sit down. Sit down, nigga. Sit down. Number two. Has a nigga ever told you that he wants to marry you after giving head? I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Those two instances. If you've never told a woman, yo, I want to marry you. Why should get going down on you? She does not have fire head, my nigga. If those two things, if she's never done those two things, she's actually like, that's okay. It's a conversation that a lot of y'all need to have in your relationships. I, I am one of those people that head is so important to me if I'm with somebody. If I'm in in a relationship especially if i see this going like for a long time i'm gonna let a girl know yo you ain't doing it right like i'm just that nigga i'm, I'm not gonna be like hmm yeah that's that's good nah like i can't sit through what i can and i know a lot of women can't sit through you know like the same thing you know what i mean i just can't i can't lie and and there's nothing wrong with constructive criticism. You know what I mean? And like I, I'm constructive, like and, and like you know, you, you you ever met a girl who likes to ask you, you enjoying this, puppy? You enjoying this? Is this good? I'm that nigga to be like, nah, I'm not. Nah, nah, you're doing it wrong. Nah, put some sauce on that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Spit that spit on that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to have communication. If you if it's a side thing and it's a little piece that you're smashing and dabbing, there's no need for that. But if it's somebody you want to spend your rest of your life with and you ain't getting that fire head, my nigga, y'all need to go to some head counseling. <laughs> like, I'm going to do a podcast on that on its own because a lot of women do not know how to give head. And it's, it's, that's okay. Like, you can learn, baby. It's okay. You can learn. It's no problem. You know what I mean? It's not like... It's it's it's, it's something that you can never learn. You can learn how to give fire head. Some of y'all just... You know, y'all need to just 
grab it like you own that shit. You know what I mean? Next time you you man, women who are listening to this, just just go ham. Trust me, you're gonna like it. Um but yeah, number four. That was see, I'm, I'm passionate about heads. I'm passionate about head. Number four, don't wanna be popular. I'ma say um fifty percent of women don't wanna be popular. So right now you yeah. Common fucking sense. <coughs> women don't have common sense. I'm, I love y'all, but you don't have common sense. Y'all the most irrational fucking creatures on planet Earth. So no, y'all motherfuckers don't have common sense. It's like 20, 30% of y'all have common sense. Actually, no, fuck it. 10 of y'all, 10% of y'all, not 10 of y'all. 10% of y'all have common sense. So y'all, in the words of little Duval, no woman has all five. I say this shit now. Y'all lying. Y'all don't have five. And if y'all have five, like on the railroad, Highlight like me, Young Hills, on Twitter, Instagram. Let's talk. Like, let's talk. If you if you honestly know what you want to eat, have a father figure. Okay, father figure is not important. I, I disagree with that. Fire head, don't want to be popular, and come and fucking sit. Okay. Okay, this is what I can I can I can tolerate. I can tolerate fire heads. Being popular, I don't care about that much, although there are kind of things that it says a lot, but I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to make the blog, blog hot. Um, common fucking sense. It's kind of important, but it's not because that's most women. So what is important on this list to me? Fire head, my nigga. I cannot go without it. Everything else, I don't care. As long as I get fire head, that's the more of a story. <laughs> fire head makes the world go around. <laughs> so shout out to Lil Duval, man. I think I thought that was hilarious. Y'all women started making your own FOMO. <laughs> Y'all women started like, ah, yeah, there's no man who's not over five nine. Blah blah blah. Man, y'all sit down. <laughs> so I'm gonna get into the topic of this here podcast. Uh, damn, it's already twenty six, and. It's the whole face. I'm going to be talking about the whole face. Why it's important. Why people go into the whole face. Why people, some people don't get out of the whole face. My whole face. I'm going to make the block hot for a minute. Little story times here and there. But I hope any none of my exes listen to this podcast. Because if, 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 if y'all do, I apologize. I don't even know. You can't even confirm this you. Anywho, but yeah, I'm talking about the whole face. So what is the whole face? That's that's really what I want to know. Let me let me let me get get on Google and see what the hell is the definition of a whole face. Um, yo, if Google had that has the definition of a whole face, <laughs> that would be hilarious, fam. If that shit is in the dictionary, shit. Okay, the whole face. Not the whole phase podcast. Uh, Urban Dictionary has the definition of a whole phase. All right, the whole fa- oh that's long. A phase in your life that a cure. Uh, okay, okay. Frequently, my nigga. Okay, a phase in your life that occurs frequently when you are fine with exploring promiscuous activities and connecting with random people. These activities do not always end in sex. My foot. 
but can lead to it. You have a higher tendency, high tendency to dance provocatively with strangers. Okay, whatever. Uh, be a tease in social settings, flirt nonstop. Yo, some women, some some men are in a whole phase from like since they're born. So my my meaning of a whole phase is like, okay, I'm explaining to me. When I went to a whole phase, I was in my twenties. I was probably started hoeing from like twenty two to twenty eight. That was my whole phase. And I'm going to tell you why it's important. But before, let me tell you how I got into a hoe phase. I was never a hoe, like, from the jump. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice, sweet, you know, guy. <laughs> Some of y'all are shaking your heads. Fuck y'all. But I, I'm a really sweet guy. And this is how I went to the hoe phase, right? I was 21. I met this girl... And she rocked my world. I fell in love. Um, I had a long distance relationship with this girl. We used to search, send this girl money. We used to buy this girl things. I told myself I'd never do that ever again. Um, I, I thought she was my wife. Like, like, like I was, I was young and like that puppy love. Niggas told me this girl's a hoe. Don't be with this girl. This girl, this does this. I did not care. My whole family told me to be not, not not to be with this girl. And I was like, fuck that. I love this girl. Whatever, whatever. Long story cut short. She kind of cheated and verified. If it's not verified, it's verified. But yeah, um, I kind of had niggas on the block telling me, yo, I see random cars going to Shorty's crib. Blah, blah, blah. I think she's now with this nigga. And we never broke up. But we're still talking. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, so you're hanging out with this nigga now. And she was hanging out with quite a famous nigga. I was like, oh, okay. I see, I see, I see you. And, and that broke my heart. I shattered my heart. Looking back, it was like, I, I really wasn't in love with her. But in that moment, I fucking loved this girl. And I gave her everything that I had, you know, to me. So I was like, fuck love. Fuck women. I'm going to fucking be a bitch. Because one thing I realized, and this is my theory. Good guys always fall last. And I believe it to this day. Good guys fall last. This is a Joe song. Why are all the good girls gone? Uh, blah, blah, blah. There's a song about it. I, can't, I don't know if it's a Joe song, but basically I felt like good guys always finish last. And when I was a bad guy, I'm going to be real, man. Women loved me as a bad guy. That's, that's the crazy thing. Like when I was a good and sweet guy, romantic guy, women, I believe women don't want a man to treat them well. I honestly believe that with my heart. Women want a nigga to fucking make them jump through hoops, cry at night. A nigga who will love them and all that shit and be romantic and be honest and truthful to them. They don't give a shit about them niggas. Women complain about, oh, there ain't good, no good men out there. There are plenty of good men, but you are into bad men. It's like after the theory of McDonald's and Subway. Subway is not going to be, you're not going to be flexing on the gram. Yeah, I got, I got. I got, I got Subway, you know, McDonald's is the shit that's going to be like, yo, I got that Mickey D, that shit is fire. Nobody ever says that Subway is fire, but Subway is healthy. Subway is good for you. Subway is going to nourish you. McDonald's is going to give you a fucking heart attack. That's good guy and bad guy. Women fucking love fast food. Y'all don't want shit that's good for you. I'm going to keep it 100. And that's how I felt coming off that relationship. I felt like, Yo, if I'm a good guy, you know, people are just, women are just going to walk all over me and, you know, 
whatever, whatever. So my 21, that's when I started transitioning into being, you know, being in my whole phase, as it, as it is called. And uh, my, my, like, fucking, the top of my whole phase is when I was, you know, in pilot school. If y'all don't know, I'm a pilot. I went to school for it. Got a license, all that, all that shit, so I can fly small planes. I don't do that anymore, although that's another, that's another topic. Um, so yeah, I wasn't, I was just fucking, I was a dirtbag. I was an idiot. Uh, I, although I do think it was an important part of my life, um, because, like, I got all, everything out of my system. You know what I mean? My 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 wife, if I ever get married, if I ever, you know what I mean? Like, I won't have that urge to go out and creep. You know what I mean? I got that shit out of the way, and that's why I think it's important. You know what I mean? And I'm going to tell you about the story about, about me and a homegirl of mine. I had a homegirl, right? This shorty, um, she got married, like, 1920, very young, straight out of school, she got married to a high school sweetheart, blah, blah, blah. Had kids off the rip. Sure, they had kids, like, two kids. Now she's, like, 33. Kids are now old, teenagers in high school. You know, you know, kids don't really need her, don't rely on her. Now she's kind of bored. She was a housewife. And now Shorty's, like, hitting me up. Yo, let's go out. Yo, let's go here. And I'm like... 15 years later, y'all, like, you, you want to go out now? You should have been done that earlier on. And that's why I think it's important. That's why I think the whole phase is important. And the whole phase is not really, it, it can it can be, it can be, like, just not hoeing as in, like, sleeping around, having random girls or random dudes. It, it's also enjoying, you know, your life. And that, that ties into that as well. And, um, yeah, 15 years into a marriage, she just was like, Nigga, I need to go enjoy life. <laughs> and she went into the most craziest whole phase in her in her, in her mid thirties, and it was crazy. Um, yeah, I I went into some crazy whole phase as well. Like I, I was a hoe. Like I, I it was a game for me, and I I enjoyed it. But at the same time, I hurt a lot of people. <laughs> Um, it's not funny, it's not funny, uh, but I've made up for all, all the, any person that I've, any woman I've ever been with that kind of did wrong, I have made up for it, and I'm cool with every one of my exes, any person that I've ever come across, like, we're cool, I'm that type of person, but, yeah, I would have, I've done, I've done it all, that's why I think I've done it all, and it's out of my system, I had MJ numbers. I'm hanging out my cleats. I can sit back and see some other young niggas doing this shit. And um, yeah, and if you don't have a whole face, the repercussions is that when if you get married, if you're settled, if you haven't get like I think there's certain things that we need to get off our system. You know, if you haven't stolen before, like from a shop, ah, I judge you. If you haven't smoked before, ah. I judge you. Some things just okay. I don't, I don't judge you, but you're you're the ten percent of people. But there's some things you just need to get off your system. And I think that that's why the whole phase is so important. You need to try different things. You need to know what you want. 
one thing the whole face taught me. I know exactly what I fucking want. If I just met my high school sweetheart off the rip from high school, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't know what I want. I wouldn't know what I want sexually. I wouldn't know what I want in a relationship. I wouldn't um, know how to treat, you know, her. I wouldn't just deal with different situations. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, like being in my whole face, I know I know science, what science to look for. And I think that's why Lil Duvall was talking about number three, number two, uh, a father figure. Because it comes with a lot of science. There's there things that come with it. You know what I mean? Baggage. Everyone has baggage, but baggage is different. Some baggage is small, some baggage is big. And I learn a lot about women. I learn a lot about I learned I a lot about myself as well. Um Yeah, and now I am I'm back to being a good guy. You know what I mean? I'm a I'm a one man type of I'm a, not one man pause. I'm a one woman type man and you know my my wife, she's gonna be the luckiest woman on earth because I've gone through every fucking scenario and I I've learned it all and I am now capable of loving somebody. Before I wasn't. You know what I mean? I had no idea what the fuck that was. I had no idea about any of this. And that's why, for me, the whole face was important. And Insecure, you know, it, that's a prime example. Issa was with Lawrence. They broke up. She was one of something different. She started fucking with fuck niggas like Daniel. Fuck Daniel and everybody that loves him. Loves him. Uh, and that was her whole face. She started just fucking with random niggas and... And but what I see that's coming now into into the next season is, you know, her and Lawrence might get back together. Although I'm not the biggest fan of Lawrence and Issa, because I think Lawrence is better than Issa. Fuck what you say. But sometimes life is like that. Sometimes you meet like like boyfriends or, or girlfriends that need to go through that whole phase. And then sometimes they're going to come back to you. You know, if it's meant for you, it'll come back to you. I think that's what happened. That's what's happening with in Insecure. And that shit happens in real life. And I, I know a lot of women that have gone through the whole phase and then later to come back and they are like, you know, they are wifey material. So the whole phase is fucking important, man. Like, like I cannot emphasize the whole, how, like how important it is. Just, I think evolution is important and for evolution you have to go through a lot of shit you have to go you know ups and downs and to men get all the all all the women that you want to be with get it out of your system if you want to be with some slim thick items you want to be with some thick items you want to be with some bbws you want to be with, i don't just get it out of your system a lot of people will disagree with this but i got it out of my system i have messed with all types of women Big, tall, <laughs> wide, uh, thin. Like, I've got it out of my system. And another reason why I advocate for the whole phase is I have a lot of married people who are just, they've got, like, they're like a drug fiend. They just want to get out of, outside of their marriage and mess with some other, 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 other things, you know, cheat and whatever. And I honestly think if 70% of women and men go through the whole phase 
they wouldn't cheat in marriage. I honestly believe that. There's so many people who got married young and never went through the whole phase and are now hoeing now. Like, it, it, it makes sense. Like, there's that theme, like, oh, I just, I want to be with her with the thought. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be with, like, this. Like, it's, 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 it's human nature to fiend for different shit. Niggas fiend, yeah, I need to try out how, how whiskey tastes like. I need to try how beer tastes like. I need to try out vodka. That happens with, with alcohol. I honestly believe that it happens with women. You know what I mean? I, for once, feel like that. Uh, if you don't feel like that, then you're different. But most people definitely need to get out of their system. You know, yo, I can never drink whiskey. That ain't for me. Let me stick to what I know. Like, that's what the whole phase, like, teaches you. You I can never de- deal with a chick with daddy issues. That comes a lot. I, I'm not saying that for me, but I'm just giving an example. Some people say that. You know what I mean? Some people say I can't deal with somebody with this issues. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, it goes both ways. Sometimes men and women. The whole phase should be for men and women. But don't let that shit last forever. <laughs> that, that it becomes a problem now. You're an addict. Um, but yeah, um, I'm going to tell you a story in, of, of my whole phase. So I was in a relationship, but I was a hoe. You know what I mean? I was I I was that type of hoe that I would lie to people. It's a good and bad hoe. A good hoe is you have no like we we don't have any I'm not your boyfriend, you're not my girlfriend, we're just fucking with each other. That's a good hoe. A bad hoe is you're my girlfriend, I love you, I'm gonna marry you, but I got other chicks on the side. I was a bad hoe. So let me tell you about about how I met this chick. I'm I don't want to make the block hot. Like I'm so so scared of making the bl- the block hot. But you know the statute of limitation has passed. If if you are listening to this, which I doubt you are, because I haven't spoken to this girl in three years, so that's comforting. Because if she did listen to this, oh shit, she's married now, and I'm sure she got kids now. But I might get in trouble. But so just understand, I am telling you some stories that I should not be telling. I am actually just snitching, <laughs> but okay. Let me let me explain to you, right? Ah, I am so scared right now because I don't know who listens, but I'm gonna look, look at analytics and I will know if they listen. So I met this girl through my cousin's sister. At this time, I was going to pilot school, um, and uh, I used to live with my me and my sister used to live together. My cousin's sister, very close cousin's sister. And my cousin's sister, one one thing we got along is she used to hook me up with a lot of females. That's what sisters do. If sisters don't hook you up or brothers hook you up, that you're a bad sibling, like 100%. So my sister used to go to college, right? She used to go to this college, and this college had the hottest women, like, in in the country, basically. This is in Zimbabwe. For anybody who doesn't know where Zimbabwe it is, it's in Africa, small country in Africa. She went to this, um, I'm not going to say where she went to, because I'll make, I'll just, I'm, I'm just, like, snitching on myself, basically. She went to college, basically. These fine women, it was a women's college. And one day, 
Um, she borrowed my. I had like the first one of the first like HD camcorders when HD still came out like in two thousand five, right? She borrowed my camcorder. She's like, "Oh, we got a thing going on at college. Can I borrow your your, your camera?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, cool. Here you go. Here's my camera." So she records like whatever whatever was happening in school, and she was she recorded a scene in the classroom, right, with all her classmates. And my, so when she came back, she gave me back my camera and I was looking through the footage. And I remember I saw this girl on this, on the video clip. I can still remember to this day because it was just one of those things like, I need to wipe this girl, 100%. This girl had navy suits, like black curly hair. This girl had makeup just contoured right she was chocolate, like, oh, she was fine. Like, one of the most beautiful women I've ever met in my life. And I was like, hold on. And I was like, yeah, I called my sister, I was like, who the fuck is this girl? And he was like, oh, it's her, this da-da-da, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay. And I'm a pause, because I just, I remember I missed something. This was not the first time that I had asked my sister to hook me up with somebody from her college. I actually was in a relationship, in a situationship, I would say. Not a relationship. In a situationship with her classmates. Um, this girl was a pastor's daughter, and that's all I'm going to say, and that will let you know everything you need to know. So I was kind of getting frustrated with the pace of the relationship. If you catch my drift. So I was like, fuck that. I'm going to switch ships. <laughs> it was dangerous. And this is what I love my cousin for. She, like most cousins or sisters or anybody will be like, nigga, I am not helping you switch ships. Like, you're not going to jump ship on my friend. And funny thing, that was her best friend that I was in a situation with. And she was like, oh, yeah, this is this girl. And this is how lucky, like, on the weekend... She actually came over, not for me, but because her and my sister and my other cousin were going to a concert. So I met this girl in flesh. Oh my God, this girl is prettier in flesh. I was like, I have to have this girl, right? So then I was like, you need to hook up. You need, like, she's met me now, blah, blah, blah. You need to hook me up with her. So she does that, right? And... She's the real MVP, my cousin sister is. Shout out to her. She hits me up with this girl. She gives me a number, blah, blah, blah. We start talking. She's like, yo, I remember the first day. She's like, I, I was like, can I see you? She's like, yeah, I'm going to come over to your crib. I was like, okay, cool, come over. We Like, she came over and we just went for a walk. I remember this day like it was yesterday. Like, very few people make an impression. Like, there's some people who make impressions that can last forever. And she's one of those women that I was like, I met that I made an impression. A lot of women, I don't even remember the first time I met, but her, I remember what she was wearing. I remember where we went. I remember what she said. It stuck with me. And looking back, I was an idiot. <laughs> I'm going to get to you why. I'm going to get to the point where I was an idiot. So we went for a walk. She had her arms in my arm. We were... It was like we've known each other for years. It was people were like people in my head were like, "Who's?" She was on that girl. Like, who the hell? Like, I remember 
like people ask me like who the hell were you working with early on like shorty is fine and um she was just and what was sexy about this girl she had one of the sexiest voice and this is the first day i met her we're going for a walk and then we were like just sitting but we're just like standing by a corner in like this quiet street and then she's like oh yeah i like to sing blah 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 and she decides to sing in my in my ear she sings this Nicki Minaj song, but he was like singing, not rapping. And it was the sexiest shit I've ever heard to this day. Like, it was like, on the first day you're giving me all the sauce, I was like, I am, I'm in love. And I, I really was like, yo, I, I like, I've never felt so strongly about this is, I'm gonna marry this person, like, I, like before then. You know what I mean? But I was like, oh, I'm sold, I'm sold. Uh, you know, um, yeah, so fast forward, we start dating. And this is, I'm going to get to the, the, pro- the problem that I, I started facing. She was the most amazing person ever. Like, so God-fearing, but God, don't strike me with lightning, but I think she was too God-fearing. She was not, like, going back to the social, like, on, on, on the little Duval list. She had the ability to know what she wanted. She had, okay, father figure is not important. Um, she did not want to be popular at all. She was not on any social media. Like, nothing. She was not on Twitter. She was on nothing, my dude. It was crazy. She had common fucking sense. She had five heads. But this is the problem. Okay, I, I, if I had, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shoot the block up <laughs> if I tell you about firehead. But this is the problem. She was, God, please don't strike me. She was too God fearing. I remember one day, I came from a stressful flight, and I was like, went to see her, and I was like, Yo, I had a stressful day. Um. I'm just, I just, I'm, I just want to hold you. I want to blah, blah, blah. And this is what she said to me. I am married to Jesus. I kid you not. This is where everything's flipped upside down. Like fucking, I was like, what the hell? You're married to Jesus so you can't give me some? Like that, that was like, ah, oh, shit. Like, I was like, oh, fuck, Jesus, can you dump this girl so I can get it? Like, we were together, like, but she was not, like, like, giving me nothing, fam. It was like, Jesus is my, like, I'm married to him. Like, she wasn't that type of shit. So I was like, okay, all right, you're married to Jesus. She was so fine, and she was so, like, wifey potential that I I stuck through it and I really stick through that kind of situation and I and I did and 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 it I guess I thought it was not going to be an issue but it became an issue it became an issue because I met a girl <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna call this girl Stella Stella had a groove and Stella was putting the moves on your bed noy and Stella was like very close by 
Stella would pop by and willing to do everything and anything for me. Stella knew I had wifey. Stella was a side chick. Stella fucked it up. And uh, basically, this is what happened. This is, this is the end of my whole phase. This is what changed everything. <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest now. This is what really changed everything. Why I was like, I got out the whole, out the whole phase. It was like, it was like, um, what's the movie that I just, I just watched this movie. What's it called? Le- 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 it's DiCaprio's in it. Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, Inception. You know the kick when it takes you out of the, like, Inception and back to reality. It was that kick that I need to get out of, like, you know, three level. Like, it was, it was crazy. So, I was previously with Shorty at her friend's house. We were kicking and vibing. I remember this day like it was yesterday. It was a Friday afternoon. We were kicking and vibing. Um, going around like town with her friends and blah, blah, blah. Chilling. Back in the seat of a friend. And a friend had a boyfriend. Blah, blah, blah. Couples thing. I was in the back seat with Shorty. And I left my phone in her friend's ride. <laughs> Uh, it was an iPhone 3GS, if I can remember. It was a black 3GS. And, well, I went home, got dropped home. And then later on, this was like 1 o'clock in the morning. Shorty pulled up. And I, 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 I knew I'd lost my phone, but I was like, Ah, I'm probably, you know, I'm never going to find it. You know what I mean? I was like, ah, oh, I lost my phone, whatever, whatever, I'm never going to find it. I don't know. And then I was like, and then she's like, oh, I got your phone. I was like, oh, cool. Shorty came to give me my phone. It's all good. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Um, Shorty wasn't really like, when I came out to see her, she had that stank bitch face on like, nigga, you have some explaining to do. But I didn't read that at first. In hindsight, I should have read that. I, like, straight walked to her, tried to hug her. She was like, nah, like, you know that you try to hug somebody and they're like, they will give you a hug, but they don't really want to. And I was like, oh, what's up, what's up? She's like, here's your phone. And I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And I was like, what's the problem? And then she was like, who's Stella? That's not a real name, by the way. (laughs) I'm just giving an alias, because... <laughs> Stella will kill me. <laughs> um, and I was, and basically, I was a noob. I basically did not lock my phone. That was stupid, because I had a lot of shenanigans in that phone, a lot of evidence, shit I cannot lie and get myself out of. So I mumbled, uh, 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 and in that mumbling, it just went slow motion. I just saw her from you got some explaining to do face to some I'm going to kill you face. How dare you cheat on me? And I saw a broom coming. I don't know where the broom came from. It's a wooden broom. And it hit me. (laughs) She hit me with it. And I just went into baby mode. Like I just crawled into a fetus. 
and she hit me on my back. And to this day, I got bruises and I, I think I got a splint from that wooden broom to this day. And she hit me and I took it like a man. I just had to, fam. I, like I had to. I was wrong. I hurt this girl. You know, she was in love with me. In hindsight, was I in love with her? No, I wouldn't have done that if I was in love with her. I thought I would. I thought I knew what love was. And basically, that was the end of that relationship. Um, and I realized, yo, I've hurt a lot of women. And a lot of women, people started calling me in my neighborhood, the heartbreaker. People started like warning me of certain people because I was like toxic and, you know, it was it was it was crazy, and that I was like, yeah, I can't I can't I, I can't keep doing this. I've hurt people. I need to go back to being a good guy. Being a bad guy is just I, it's not gonna end well. And karma is a biznatch because I've had some karma come back to me a little bit. I'm not gonna get into that. That's a topic for another day. But yeah, um, that was my whole phase. That was the tip of it. I've still got another another story. That's another story time podcast that will do. Probably next month, um, talking about things that I've done and just women, like just like learning from it and uh, telling you my experiences. And um, yeah, I am renowned. I am now a faithful man. Please do not hate me for the shit that I have done, Lord. <laughs> I hope I get into heaven, Lord. <laughs> but yeah, funny enough. You know, me and Shorty are actually good. I actually saw Shorty a couple years back. She's she's married. I think she's happily married. I hope she is. You know, um, funny enough, I think I'm like like frog. You know, like the the the, the princess needs to kiss the frog. And in that moment, in my whole face, I was a frog because a lot of women I was with got married after me, which is funny. Um, and the girl that I was cheat. Okay, this is a funny thing. To this day, she does not know that I used to date her friend. So I hope she does not listen to the podcast. She's not on any social media. So I hope if she listens to this, if this podcast blows up one day, listen, the statue of limitation has passed. <laughs> you cannot judge me or beat me up for all this shit that I've done. I have made up for every single thing. I actually went, I was like, I need to see you. I went to see her when I went to see her three years back. I went to see her after. She still looked fine as ever. And she was smiling at me. We just had a conversation. And I think she just looked at me like, nigga, I'm glad. I'm glad I knew about all the shenanigans you were doing. And uh, yeah, that is my whole face. And like Issa Rae, I will go back into the Holy Land after I've gone through all the shenanigans and um i hope you've enjoyed this podcast it's been entertaining for me anyway to get this shit off because i've never told you know people you know the public about a lot of these escapades and a lot of people don't know this about me a lot of people don't know these stories and i have a lot of stories about the whole face i should have called this podcast the whole face to be honest i got dead ass should have called it the whole face because i have a lot of stories about it so uh yeah um i hope you enjoyed this podcast please 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 hit me up 
Young Hills on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, on every social media, even Pinterest. I'm on there. If you want advice, you know, uh, constructive criticism, please review this on Apple Podcasts. It will help my podcast a lot. Follow your boy. Follow this podcast on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on Anchor, on Google Podcasts. We are everywhere on YouTube. Please, I just need to, like, this is, this is like therapy for me, like, to be honest. It's not even a podcast, it's therapy. This is, um, I tell you about my journey. I've gone through a crazy journey, and uh, I just want to document it. Um, so maybe my future wife can listen to this, you know, and learn more about me. Um, <laughs> type thing. But yeah, I, I, I believe in, 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 um, basically being open and so nobody can use anything against you like i i i have that mantra like i'm such an open book nobody can ever use anything against me um i am aware of things that i've done wrong and i've made up for them and i'm evolving to be a better person and i want this podcast to be you know that's the mantra for that and basically that's the 90s mantra you know where when love was love and Niggas are not on some, you know, on some bullshit with side chicks, you know, we're not the in thing. I'm, I've, I have a topic about that. I have a topic about how, you know, in the 90s, side chicks were like the, called mistresses. They were called mistresses because it was like a hidden thing. You feel me? But now it's like, yeah, it's a side chick. You know what I mean? And I, I'm going to talk about that later on in the, in the next episodes. Uh... If you have any topics, like I said, comment below on SoundCloud, tweet me, DM me, whatever. Young Hills, Y O U N G H I L S. This has been Take Me Back to the 90s podcast, hosted by your boy, Young Hills, aka Hillary, aka Sid Jr., aka the Zimbabwean Don Dada. Shout out to Jesus Mirror for that. <laughs> and I'm going to see you next Thursday. Bye, bitches. <laughs>